0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: 4 a.m. Sprinkly say good morning to Mayor Misty Buescher. I'm sure you have talked to David Fuchs. um, Public Works ready as far as if we get some real snow, as they say?
0: Yes, David Fuchs is one of the hardest working people that you will meet. I think he called me three times last night, and (laughs) at uh, probably 5 a.m. this morning, my first phone call was David. So I said, David, did you sleep last night, please? He said, yes, ma'am, I did. <laughs> but,
1: do they have the city bro- broken up in zones?
0: Is that so the way they it do. is? They D- have different zones. And then um, that's for all of the main streets for our public works crews. And then all of the side streets, like I live in a subdivision, so sure. I'm considered a side street. We only get service if it's a certain amount of snow, and those are usually contractors. So the main streets are all of our public works crews. So they went out last night and started spreading salt. Um, they're really trying hard. There's a lot of rain, as you know, coming down right now. They're really trying hard to see if they can get all that dried up. They want it to stop because it's going to start freezing over the weekend and they don't want it to be slick out for everybody. So,
1: Last time you were here off air, you said, uh, Sam, I'm going to the Rose Bowl parade. And I said, congratulations, you've never been. And mm-hmm. she, you said, I wanted to go. Illinois has a major commitment uh, with the float, although I didn't know this was the second year second year yeah and you said i'd rather you not say on the air because you never know somebody listening may figure out there's nobody home at the busher house and so on right but you also i said you also made it very clear said i'm paying for this myself not using public funds Correct. Am I correct?
0: Yes. Yeah, so, Illinois Office of Tourism (IOT) Daniel Thomas is the director over there. They had the flow and they had a limited number of tickets for the parade, and I was offered to go, which was amazing and a, an amazing experience. Anyone that has the opportunity to go out there should. Um, but I paid for it all of my own pocket. Mike and Misty Busher paid for it, not state tax dollars or city tax dollars. We paid for it. Enjoy. It was amazing. An
1: insight of the parade. You've got tons like here of is like
0: of- a leg of the pink elephant. So you can just see how many flowers just were like a part of it. It's we had over twenty two thousand volunteer hours on our float alone, the Illinois float, and over sixty thousand flowers on the float. So it was these amazing.
1: volunteers, they're not Illinois residents then.
0: No, so the group I worked with on the Pink Elephant, they were a, a Lutheran church out of um San Diego. And their church fundraises throughout the year, and they send a group of volunteers. It's just a few short days that you put the flowers on the floats because they're gonna they're alive, so they're sure, not fresh, gonna last. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Right. So they come and they get in a hotel, and the Rose Bowl, or I'm sorry, the Rose Parade people will bust them into the facility where the uh, floats are being made, and they just volunteer their time making them. And they do they've done it for years. And this group said so they had a blast. There was a physician from Texas working on our float, our Illinois float. And she said, I've always wanted to do this and volunteer. So I took some time off and came out here and volunteered and put flowers on a float. So anyone can actually get on their website. They have an app and sign up to volunteer. Get yourself out there and they'll uh, put you to work.
1: What does it cost the state of Illinois? Not City of Springfield, not Sangamon County, not downtown Springfield, Inc. What does it cost for a float in the parade?
0: I was told the tourism uh, group paid, it was around million a million dollars.
1: A million dollars. For
0: tourism. And, and that's why our entire float was focused on tourism. Sure. Everything on the float was about tourism because that's the group that put the float in. There were three states that had floats and we were one of the three. So
1: I saw Louisiana. I'm not sure what the third yeah, state was. I
0: believe it was New, I'm trying to remember, I want to say New Jersey, but I don't remember either. I took pictures of all of the floats that were in the facility that yeah. we our float was being built in a facility called Phoenix uh, Decorating Company, and so we got to walk around and see all the other floats being built. So I took before and afters of those, um, but I didn't. There are three different facilities the floats are made. So in. there's one
1: of three companies that designs all the floats. It all depends who you contract with. I correct. guess correct. Yes, and ours was called the Phoenix Company. The
0: Phoenix Decorating and Company. And
1: they they yes. design it. You they you tell them what you want, your ideas, and they design it and go from there.
0: Yes, they go back and wow. forth and they design it and go from there. And I can tell you the Illinois float was near the end of the parade. Was, if you uh, watched yes, it? Yes. But the people that were there for the parade, our uh we had an a cappella group on the float uh-huh. and they sang the whole 5 mile and people That's loved. no
1: Millie Vanilli, that's live singing.
0: Yes, and people loved that a cappella group. Yeah, yes. they were
1: good. Yeah. it was interesting. I just it's a fascinating parade. I love it. I was there in 67 uh and and I love the entire parade. I, it I was really
0: amazing, did. and the people there were so nice and accommodating, and I'm there on the float. We're working, and a woman yells, Misty, and I look over, uh-huh. and it's Marty Kearns, who used to work at People's Bank here in Chatham. Oh my She's there walking around. <laughs> She's like, Misty. I'm like, oh my gosh, you see somebody from Springfield right in there. It's amazing. Yeah, so.
1: You know, I was a little critical, maybe more than a little I was having a lot of fun with Scott Dahl. So oh. I wanted more flowers, because I'm into the flower. I don't care about the Blues Brothers and all this and that. I love the flowers. There were over sixty thousand flowers. Of all people, Samadonia liking flowers. Go figure that—that's that, <laughs> an oxymoron. Well,
0: we'll right. have to tell Alice that, so she, you can make sure that you yeah. take them to her.
1: Yeah. She'll have them for my funeral. So,
0: <laughs> no, she got to take them to her, not oh, I'm for you. Sorry.
1: I, I could see her throwing them <laughs> on the grave. So let's wrap it up. <laughs> you
0: 19, can get a nice bouquet at like a local grocery store for like 15 bucks. I you don't even have to spend a lot. Me,
1: believe yeah. me. I've <laughs> done that. Not much, but I've done it at least <laughs> once. Uh, 19 Okay, budget going on. Uh, mm-hmm. Somebody I, I, is it, somebody stopped me and said, the city, are, are, you, are is there an increase in water and sewer rates coming up?
0: So they're going to be discussing that. The water fund has been, I don't even want to use the term limping along. There are no reserves in it. It needed a water rate increase for quite some time. And Doug Brown will remind everybody during his presentation that he spoke about that last year. Uh, There just wasn't an appetite because it was an election year to do it. Um, We have... A mandate for lead service line replacement of our lead service lines that we have to have done by a specific time frame, and there isn't a dollar to pay for it, so we got to really? do that somehow.
1: Yeah, uh, what about I, I saw the budget, uh, Office of Bureau Management, the budget and management. office of
0: budget management. Okay, uh-huh.
1: that was the second highest percentage in the budget. What do they do? No offense, but tell me. What and some somebody texted me said, Well, every vehicle is under their jurisdiction. Yeah, R- so they're in, in the charge
0: day. of the fleet garage, which they takes are. care okay. of all of it. Yeah, and it didn't used to be that way, it got changed under previous administrations. But Office of Budget Management is currently in charge of the fleet garage, which does handle um, mechanical work on every vehicle, including so, the
1: fire trucks. Yeah, so back in the day, okay. fire
0: had their own, police yes. had their own, and then. Previous administrations had combined it all. And so that's under OBM now. So that's why it's so vast. They do have that large fleet garage under them.
1: What area is going to see the biggest challenge, you think, as to if they can continue to operate at the level they are requesting?
0: Definitely the water department. We okay. have a lot of problems there financially because like I said, there's not even no there's no reserves. We'll be in trouble if we have to get a uh, any sort of like a, a look from NASDAQ or somebody wants to look at our assets there we have we don't have enough money there for our reserve so we're in trouble there uh, that has been just uh, used for getting by versus looking at the water rate okay. increase uh, one of the things I talked to Doug Brown about was uh, with the water rate increases looking at CPI so every year a small CPI that way the Rate payers, because I'm a rate payer, you're a rate sure. payer. You know, my family are rate payers. Um, don't have a giant jump like what's needed. It's small, and along the way, which is what a lot of your normal billing cycles do with bills. So, well,
1: what what causes? I, I said, and even today, I tend to see more standing water on streets and places that I've seen in different places in a long time. Uh, One of the things I'm sure is people, and maybe I don't think it's their responsibility, I think it is, you should at least help out, rake the leaves off of the drain, the Mm -hmm. gutters, and so on and so forth that are clogged. But some of those are in newer neighborhoods. Is our sewer system just that antiquated?
0: I don't think it's antiquated, especially the ones in the newer neighborhoods. You do have a lot of, I watch, when I drive by, I stop and roll down my window. If I see a lawn care company yeah, will be doing someone's lawn and they're blowing the clippings into the street. And that's what clogs the gutters. And that's actually against city code. You're not supposed to be doing that. So if people would keep their clippings in their yard, if they don't like them in their yard, then you bag them, you know, or you buy a mower that will bag them. Mm-hmm. or um, But you don't blow them in the street. And as you said, leaves, branches, right. limbs, uh, small, you know, pieces of a tree and or lawn clippings clog all that gutter up. We do get a lot more rain in a faster amount of time than we used to with, I think our, I know this is a big topic, but I do think our climate is changing a little bit um, and, and you do get big downpours. So that is going to overwhelm the system sometimes. And you're going to have to remember that too.
1: Uh, we've had a week or two since the announcement about uh, the railroad relocation portion of the budget, not getting the final Uh, now that you've had a chance to talk to people and think, are are we still thinking possibly get the next grant, uh, that we apply for in October? We're going to be okay for maybe by 27.
0: We're going to work very hard at that. And I've already been talking uh, to my husband that I need to go out to DC and meet with Congresswoman Basinski and Congressman Durbin again, and, uh, make sure that we are uh, set to get that next round. Um, as, when I was here with Satch just a little bit ago yes. as we talked about there of that um eight billion dollars, seven billion of it went to California and Vegas. I mean, the bulk of the money went out to the right. West Coast. Right. So yeah. Uh
1: Misty Busher this mayor, Misty Busher. Uh people ask, and I think we have addressed this a little, the houses along North Grand from ninth on the south side all the way out to the railroad tracks at fifteenth by Pillsbury or what yeah, the old Pillsbury. Uh, those are all ready to come down. Is there a company been hired, and what's the timeline on that? What are they telling us? Do they have to go in and do some asbestos removal? What's going on?
0: So those homes, each of them had some asbestos in them. So the company that Public Works got their bid from is the same company that can do the asbestos abatement and then take it down, Which so then you don't have to wait for one company to get out. So those are supposed to be commencing any time this month now
1: uh the part of the budget there's a ribbon
0: cutting at landfair too this week huh? thursday thursday there's a ribbon cutting at landfair across the street it's super exciting we am gonna take the tour and what do, do said, the first huh? game there
1: we're doing the first
0: and there's there. they're playing lincoln friday night in that new gym yeah
1: i know i feel so <laughs> bad i i have mixed emotions
0: why you is that? Well, well oh, because of the gym. You like the old gym?
1: No, no, no. It's just Lincoln and Lanphier. That's oh. that's the greatest non conference rivalry in Central. And Illinois. do you still
0: have some heartstrings with Lincoln since oh, you? Oh,
1: somebody for Christmas they bought me a Railer Nation sweatshirt, <laughs> and I don't dare wear that if I'm going to the game. That's for sure. Well, uh,
0: they Neil's been coaching how long?
1: Uh, That's a uh he right? came in 1990 yeah and i was still there we were, we worked together for five years
0: and yeah. his son helps i think now, his right? son is yeah. greg is
1: probably neil told me as he runs it he said neil just stands around gotcha. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's let's greg run but boy w- what an addition that is out there L- let me let me talk about a little about the budget um Police and fire department. You mm-hmm. want to see increase in both. Where are we now, and how many would you like to add
0: to both groups? So it's uh, manpower that we're looking right. at in Absolutely. those two groups. And the police department, um, the police department would like to hire some additional officers. Yes. Some of our uh, complaints that we see receive at homeowners association meetings when we go are speeders. We've a lot of speeders going through neighborhoods and we do not have a traffic control division because they had cut back. Okay. So the the new additional hires for police would be traffic control so that we have less speeders. So if folks in our na- in our community don't want to have people controlling that, they need to let us know, but everything I hear is people are very upset over speeders going through neighborhoods. Um, uh, people have asked me for speed bumps. So, you know, they're upset about speeders if they want speed bumps and then fire, um, had gone on a hiring hiatus for quite some time after 2019. And, um, that's why we have such large overtime figures with them as they don't have enough manpower. So we need to get that fixed. So we have less overtime. It's cheaper to pay people full-time than pay all the overtime.
1: What is it? Um, how are we coming on the pre- fire department the three new station houses mm-hmm. being built are, are we off and running a completion date on schedule as far as you know
0: correct eight station eight is going the fastest which is out off of ricker road that was mm-hmm. definitely going the fastest um there are some things going on we have an additional bill now for some more uh mitigation on the ground on station six um that is a thorn in my side i'm not gonna uh mince words that location should have never been chosen in my personal w- which one is that that's six. the one that's over 11th, on the old Hobbs property.
1: 11th and Ash. Yeah, yeah. I'm you, just
0: not what was happy your, what, with that location. How come?
1: What, 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 you didn't, why do you, what didn't you like about that location?
0: The contamination of the ground and all the money we're spending trying to fix it.
1: So the construction hasn't even started there? I mean, the
0: construction started and we're still dealing with ground contamination. Oh, my. Yeah, it's a it's a problem. I actually got on a call with a construction company uh, two weeks ago letting people know on the call that I was very unhappy. Just, it's it's a mess I acquired. Um I have a one of my directors. I won't say who is a very thoughtful gift giver, and at Christmas gave me this glass tangled ball. It's on my desk, and they said this is the mess that you're trying to untangle. That's what they put on my desk and said.
1: <laughs> but well, um, what can but, you do with cont- If they're still testing for contamination, yet you're building on the site. So there, well, is it, is, this could not end up. I thought there was a go-ahead. I thought it was a given under the all-clear. Uh, EPA said you could go ahead and start. You so
0: start. EPA said that they were okay with some samples preliminarily, and then they started building, and now they did more sampling and said, oh, this isn't right. You need to oh, do my. more mitigation. So I was told on the call this could be up to a half a million dollars more just to mitigate. So if, if someone has... Let's use Pillsbury as an example, or that yeah. property that we bought. If someone has a property, you're taking on their problems when you buy it as is. And that was something that should not have been done. Alderwoman Desenso spoke very boldly about that during the process of buying the ground. She did not believe that. Um, and, and I was 100% with her on that. So,
1: So if they finish construction... Is there a chance you won't be able to utilize it because EPA is not given the green light?
0: So from what EPA is telling wow. us is it's the ground that is touching the garage now that where the trucks will be stored. Okay. It's not the ground where the uh, firefighters will, will be, be living. living. okay. But I am going to, our, our staff, our employees, all 1,300 of them are like my kids to me. I'm going to be very protective over them, and I'm not going to have anybody living in there if I'm not 100% sure that they're safe. I'm not going to do it. Um, so I will be getting on more calls with the construction uh, of this, and normally I don't get involved in little in, in items like that. That's what we have directors and, and engineers for, but this is something I'm very concerned about. Um, we need to make sure that our people are safe when they're, when they're there um, living in that because they're there 24 hours a day. There's somebody living there.
1: I think it was one of your directors, and I'll tell you off air. I'm not, I just want to make sure I've got this right, but we were talking about the houses again on North Grand. Mm-hmm. And he said, Sam, there are constant fires. And he said, Squatters. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. says, the danger is when firemen go in there, he said, there's needles everywhere. Yeah. He said, it is a dangerous situation. And I did not realize, well, no, I'll tell you, I think it was. Uh, director fuchs i saw him Mm -hmm. one day we were talking about that he said i want to tell you about what's gonna happen with those houses he said sam he says we have the fire department's out there all the time and he said the danger is there's needles everywhere for these guys that come in and maybe come in contact i didn't realize that well obviously i did not realize that's an incredibly challenging situation
0: very much so and and we have and we will always have our new shelter that helping hands has which is amazing isn't going to fix this but we're always going to have people who choose to not go into some sort of shelter or get help whether it's a mental health issue or an addiction issue so we have to do a better job of and those houses coming down will be very important to me Uh because once we start buying additional properties for the finish of that last segment um, i'm going to be very adamant about how we're boarding them up what we're doing you know i was just out in pasadena and la you yeah. know, for the parade and there's vacant properties in those areas too and i didn't see squatters and the window the the plywood pride away and all of that so we have to we have to be very cognizant of what we're doing with those because there are folks who will take advantage
1: uh final question uh misty busher uh at this stage of your first year and heading into your first budget not necessarily budget related what are the three biggest challenges facing the city of springfield in your estimation at the moment
0: Homelessness, definitely trying to wrap our arms around making sure we are taking care of our homeless citizens and giving them the uh, services they need. The uh, police department is launching uh, soon, uh, out loud to everybody, a, a program where we're going to try to assist with getting people attention um, if they have addiction issues or mental health issues. Uh, number two, I would say, would be economic development, growth and development Um As you know, Illinois is a tax-based state. We pay all of our bills through taxes, and the only way we're going to create more revenue without hurting our taxpayers is by making economic development happen. So I would say bringing more businesses in and economic development and making the city a, a, a friendly community for that. And then the third big challenge would be the mandates we have. We have mandates from the federal government for the north end sewers that they need to be replaced in a time frame for that. And then lead service line replacement. And those are expensive mandates that we must pay for. Lead service lines are going to be upwards of $100 million for us to replace. And there's no money in the water fund. So
1: uh, This, um, I'm going to co- ask you to comment about this. The person does seem to know a little bit what they're talking about. Firehouse number six, ground contamination is extensive. It is largely from the Paris cleaners, dry cleaning chemicals from pre-1955. Original location of the original Paris cleaners before they built across the street on the north side of Ash Street and opened in '55.
0: Yeah, and Are you I on just, to something. There, there is contamination. We have reports; they're public record. Um, and again, the EPA said we have to continue treating that area. And it, I was told on the call, it could be another half a million dollars for treatment. And we'd already spent, I believe, a half a million before I was mayor trying to treat it. So it is a large expense. And, again, I want people to be able to drink the water and breathe the air and live there and feel safe. So um, I'll be very careful about that.
1: Uh, running out of time. Real quick, I apologize. Thanks for your your monthly visit. Yes. Uh, the uh, Shields Sports Park, still optimistic. And there are some aldermen that would love to have the developer come in and talk uh, question and answer with the aldermen. Are you in favor of that?
0: Um, Sure. I do think that the uh, developer lives in a warmer climate and they might need to wait for spring because it's going to be very cold here this weekend and up to 45-mile-an-hour winds tonight. So tell your listeners to be careful. I want to put the weather out there. But um, I'm not opposed to that. I don't think the developer is either. Uh, They obviously have other projects too. But um, I am optimistic about it, and I'm very excited about it.
1: You're not wearing your Bucky shirt today?
0: I am not wearing a Bucky shirt today because I have – Committee of the whole tonight, so I need to look professional. But, but I've got to
1: ask you. I love Bucky's. You have put, a Bucky shirt.
0: I don't have a Bucky. Somebody I brought me one. Wish I'd have known
1: that. I got her one when <laughs> I was in my there. oh, Paul got you one. <laughs> where my son-in-law daughter come back from Florida? Stopped at one in Georgia. Is it
0: not the most exciting? Did they say? Did they love it?
1: They they said Wally's is like minor league baseball compared to Bucky's,
0: and that's what I tell people, and they don't realize it when they've never been to a Bucky's, it's Listen. amazing.
1: I couldn't believe what they pay. They had the billboard right in front. Somebody sent me that at what they pay for certain things per hour is just unbelievable.
0: Yeah. But right, Springfield, so, Missouri got one I in Springfield, Illinois, another state capital. So what a great commit, place.
1: But, but You're telling me that people, not necessarily you, maybe, but people are working behind the scenes. to Trying see
0: what, to work on that. Thank yes. You. And I know our listeners, people keep asking about either Costco or Trader Joe's, and we're begging for that, too. I'm working on that. So.
1: Good, good stuff. Thanks. in. absolutely. Always good to see you.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.